Welcome to the Braving the Waves podcast, stories of unsinkable resilience and resolving stigma. I'm your host, Michaela, and I am so excited to welcome you to season two. Each week, we will explore anonymous stories and poems, and sometimes you'll hear my voice, other times you'll hear others and their contributions. You'll leave with a refreshing take on storytelling that takes a deeper dive into a specific moment or experience. My hope is that it will encourage you to venture deeper into and perhaps share your own story, which you will now be welcome to do through our submission form. Thank you so much for listening. That's a step in and of itself. And I so hope you enjoy this week's episode. Hi, everyone. I hope that you're doing as well as you can be this week. And today we are looking at the acronym HALT through a poem. So HALT stands for hunger, anger, lonely, or tired. And it's often used as a method for checking in with yourself in general. So for example, when you're feeling activated or dysregulated, you pause, stop, um, so halt, and ask yourself if one of these categories is suffering. So the intention is to support folks in getting to the root of what they're feeling, alleviating any urge to rely on substances or other things to cope. And though this is an incredibly helpful framework for a lot of people, myself included, uh, sometimes the boundaries we draw between hunger, anger, loneliness, and fatigue or being tired either have deeper roots or can be a bit blurry. And they consistently overlay, which can mean that they mean something different to each of our mind, body, and soul. So hunger, anger, loneliness, and being tired can also look different through time, such as throughout moments, hours, days, weeks, or years. So this week's poem kind of seeks to explore this nuance and depth and overlap and how we can think about it on a bit of a, I guess, more integrated level. So I will share the poem with you now. Hunger, the wrinkly ripple, am I hungry? Uncomfortable with a weakened body or mind because I haven't eaten or eaten enough? Why haven't I? Coupled with a covetous craving for food, tropical hydrochloric acid, lipase and pepsin, scorch. But what am I hungry for? Is it in fact food? Am I hungry because I'm tired? Anger the rumbling roast. Am I angry? Have I been provoked into aggression or hostility? Frustrated, infuriated, or irritated? Perhaps suspicious or distant and withdrawn? And now critical with skepticism and sarcasm? Wait. There's insecurity and embarrassment. No, it's rage. Am I angry because I'm hungry? Loneliness, the spreading smoke. 
am I lonely? In search of love that accosts resentment of being violated, absent of hate, but full of hurt, threat, and devastation. Ah, perhaps this is hunger when the soul starves, abandoned and isolated in a cataloged, connected, and anchored world. Am I lonely because I'm angry? Tired, the endless expanse. Am I tired? As earth, fire, water, and air, where I've diffused myself, thickens, anarchic. Yes, I am bleary and soiled. My bones know that we are all four elements, tangled mycelia, incapable of disconnecting from each other. Am I tired because I'm lonely? It's a carpet, you see. Where do my hunger, anger, loneliness, and tiredness live? In my mind, body, and or soul, hungering for earth's food, while on fire with anger, feeling lonely among water life, yet tired of flying through empty airspace crammed with interference. How many circular couples, triads, or quads can we make before we realize that check-ins and self-awareness are complicated as categories because such great questions cannot be answered with the part of the mind that solves problems they need to be deeply felt and experienced long, long before they can begin to be answered. Okay. And I'll note quickly that the last four or so lines there of that poem um, is a quote, and I'll touch on that in a little bit. So those aren't my words, they're somebody else's. Um, but take a moment to breathe the words in. What do they make you feel or think? How did they connect with your senses? Are there any colors or symbols that you noticed? Any meaning that you're able to see or draw? Metaphors, interpretations, clarity, messages. And if we take a look at the beginning of our poem, or I guess first how it's structured, we have kind of the main four pieces that are within that HALT acronym. So hunger, anger, loneliness, and tired. And those are segments. Each of those has their own segment or stanza of the poem. And interestingly, there's kind of these questions, these short in-betweens um, built in. And they're posed as honest questions, marking a few of the overlap and connecting points that I mentioned earlier. And there are also potential moments to gaslight ourselves. So for example, thinking, am I just angry because I'm hungry or has a boundary been crossed? And the truth is that you might be reactionary, you might be more reactionary if you're hungry, but a boundary may still have been crossed. And this is a key distinction. So all of those um, extra little sentences in between the segments of each letter of the acronym are meant to kind of help think about how there's this flow between all four. 
and attributing a because uh, has a tendency to absolve us of action and next steps. So these little extra sentences can serve uh, as a why, which can be helpful if used in forward motion. And looking at the very first kind of section about hunger, it's asking some really good key questions about, you know, feeling hunger, among which is, is hunger always for food? And there's different, of course, experiences of hunger within our body, within our mind, within our soul. And that's an important nuance to add into how we speak to ourselves about, am I hungry? And when we move into anger, there's an offering of some feelings and emotions that tends to wear the angry mask. And it's easy for us to recognize them as anger when sometimes they're really something else. And even with that in mind, anger and all of the things related to it aren't something to be ashamed of, uh, nor are they something to be blunted, especially if it is this kind of meaningful rage when a boundary has been crossed without our consent. And looking at loneliness, which is the next segment, though we're more digitally connected than ever before, um, even though in some cases it's a, an echo chamber in ways, we are living through a loneliness epidemic. And we're very afraid of being violated, hurt, threatened, or devastated because sadly many of us have felt these things and are witnessing them unfold globally and our response isn't hate but this kind of recoiling apathy in some ways and this starves our soul which is another form of hunger that can show up in the body like we talked about a bit earlier and transitioning into being tired there's an acknowledgement of how exhausting it can be just to try to try anything even if it's getting out of bed. And at first it's exhausting to realize how much of all of this is connected because the inability to disconnect and draw lines breaks us open in a new way, in a very good way, but it can be overwhelming at first. And looking at the very, very last segment of the poem, no matter how you put the pieces together, how you connect those kind of four major categories of that HALT acronym. I personally come back to this quote uh, that I mentioned was at the end of the poem from Jacob Needleman. And I'll read it again really quickly just so we have it fresh in our minds. He says that such great questions cannot be answered with the part of the mind that solves problems. They need to be deeply felt and experienced long, long before they can begin to be answered. And I believe those words have been said in some capacity by many, many people. And importantly, this 
poem and conversation is not meant to bash the halt method by any means because it's such a helpful tool as a as a starting point yet this poem and discussion hopes to expand its applicability and surface area a little bit more and really lean into what it means to feel and be connected with our body and our mind and our our soul or whatever you um, feel good about referring to in that spiritual realm what it means to feel in all of those spaces versus always problem solve and I think feeling and problem solving can very much work together but I think in some ways it's very easy especially with an acronym to lean more heavily into okay can I identify this one thing that is the issue in a given situation and then problem solve versus feel that maybe it's a little bit more intricate and intimate than that and so all of that kind of coexists in the same space so to digest and absorb all of those things i'll read the poem for us once more and as always i hope that it's a helpful set of words for things that you're thinking about these days so i'll read it once more Hunger, the wrinkly ripple. Am I hungry? Uncomfortable with a weakened body or mind because I haven't eaten? Or eaten enough? Why haven't I? Coupled with covetous craving for food, tropical hydrochloric acid, lipase, and pepsin scorch. But what am I hungry for? Is it, in fact, food? Am I hungry because I'm tired? Anger, the rumbling roast. Am I angry? Have I been provoked into aggression or hostility? Frustrated, infuriated, or irritated? Perhaps suspicious, or distant and withdrawn? And now, critical with skepticism and sarcasm? Wait, there's insecurity and embarrassment No, it's rage. Am I angry because I'm hungry? Loneliness, the spreading smoke. Am I lonely in search of love that accosts resentment of being violated, absent of hate but full of hurt, threat, and devastation? Ah, perhaps this is hunger when the soul starves, abandoned and isolated in a cataloged, connected, and anchored world. Am I lonely because I'm angry? Tired, the endless expanse. Am I tired? As earth, fire, water, and air, where I've diffused myself, thickens, anarchic. Yes, I am bleary and soiled. My bones know that we are all four elements. Tangled mycelia, incapable of disconnecting from each other. Am I tired because I'm lonely? It's a carpet, you see. Where do hunger, anger, loneliness, and tiredness live? In my body, mind, and or soul, 
hungering for Earth's food while on fire with anger, feeling lonely among water life, yet tired of flying through empty airspace crammed with interference. How many circular couples, triads, or quads can we make before we realize that check-ins and self-awareness are complicated as categories? Because such great questions cannot be answered with the part of the mind that solves problems. They need to be deeply felt and experienced long, long before they can begin to be answered. Thank you so much, as always, for listening and engaging and being in this space. You are more than welcome to let me know in the comments on Instagram what you think or any thoughts you have, and feel free to email me at Michaela at weareunsinkable.com. And if you would like your moment or memory to be shared on the podcast, please head to tinyurl.com slash bravingthewaves, which is also linked in the show notes. Thank you again, everyone. Take care, and I will see you next week. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Braving the Waves podcast. You can find more information about this week's content, resources, and related links in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, we would love it if you subscribed, shared, or left a review and followed us on socials. And lastly, don't ever forget that you are unsinkable. Just being here, listening, helps you swim and keep your boat afloat. Thanks everyone. Take care.